Looks like all our lives are also on an incognito mode. Wearing masks. Okay, maybe not a complete incognito. A partial one. But this definitely is not like Vanavasa or dwelling in the forest. Have you ever thought about life in the forest? It actually seems very dreamy and fancy to live in the forest, isn't it? Like how it's shown in the movies. Bountiful green forests, boundless blue skies, beautiful brown or sometimes white mountains, tirelessly flowing river, ceaselessly blowing wind, endlessly working insects, birds, animals, ageless fragrance in the air. Mm-hmm. I can really feel myself standing amidst the tall trees and feeling the cool breeze on my skin. Feels blissful, isn't it? That's how we imagine forests. Now, while it's true to some extent, it's not the complete truth. Forests are bountiful, not just with beautiful flowers and fragrances, but also with fierce and ferocious beasts with perilous spaces and poisonous reptiles. For our kings and queens who always had luxurious living, it surely is not a place to rejoice and certainly not for 12 years. But did they have a choice? You know they didn't. At least not Yudhishthira, the eldest of the Pandavas. Now, we all know that Yudhishthira had to leave behind all his wealth and kingdom and live in the forest along with his four brothers and wife Draupadi. A game of dice that had turned hostile led them to this vexing life. Though the four brothers of Yudhishthira were boiling inside and would pounce on Yudhishthira for all his wild acts, and avenge their hostility. They held themselves back, as their oldest brother wouldn't go against what was dharma, or the right thing to do. As they were leaving the kingdom, all the priests and sages who always loved being around Yudhishthira also wanted to go with him. Yudhishthira was worried. He had no wealth to feed so many sages and followers. It was so hard for him to feed himself and his family at that time. How would he take care of so many people in the forest? While he was deeply concerned and worried, one of the sages approached him and asked him to pray to Lord Surya, the sun god, the god who is the source of all the energy on earth, without whom... Life cannot survive. He is the one who makes the seeds sprout, the plants grow, the flowers bloom and every form of life depends on him. Yudhishthira, with all his devotion, dedication and discipline, prayed to Lord Surya. Pleased with his prayers, the Lord appeared and gifted him a magical ball, Akshayapatra. 
If you know the power of this bowl, I'm sure you'll go and start praying to the Lord right now. This bowl could give whatever food one asked for. Fruits, roots, vegetables, cooked food. Yes, you can add all your favorites to this list too. And how much ever one wanted. But there was only one condition. That the bowl would yield food only till Draupadi had her meal. Once she finished eating for the day, the bowl would stop giving food. Wonder how long the poor lady had to wait for everyone to finish eating. But Draupadi was said to be a wonderful host. She loved feeding people and would serve food to everyone who came to their hermitage with devotion. Now, at least the food problem was taken care of. How about their stay? They decided to move deeper into the forest to find a good place to camp. We expect some beautiful encounters when we start our trip naturally, isn't it? But Pandavas, their journey had to be adventurous. Their first ever encounter was with a demon, Kirmira. Do you know who this demon was? He was the brother of Bakasura. Yes, the same Bakasura whose food was devoured by Bhima and also slayed by him. See, you never know how and when we are faced with our enemies. It's like a ripple effect. You make one enemy, there'll be ten more tagging along. Anyway, for someone like Bhima, who had the power of a thousand elephants, slaughtering such enemies was like a good workout for his muscles. It didn't take much time for him to pull out the trees around, use them as his mace and ground Kirmira. Cleansing the forest of this deadly demon, the Pandavas decided to stay in a beautiful spot building their hermitage. But do you think they were happy living there? Living like hermits, sleeping on the ground with stained clothes, eating whatever they could manage after providing for all the sages and priests who were with them. Fearing beasts and reptiles and more than all that, feeling helpless, they couldn't teach that wicked Duryodhana any lesson for all his misdeeds. Draupadi was feeling so let down. Just then, Lord Krishna came there with all other friends of Pandavas. He spoke to them and consoled Draupadi that this shall pass too. They would soon be able to get back their kingdom and also avenge the Kauravas' unruly act. It's always nice to have friends around us when we are sad, isn't it? They make us laugh, remind us of our good days, fun days. And it's much fun to talk to a friend. It makes us feel so much better. Well, that's what happened to the Pandavas too. They felt very nice meeting Krishna and all others. Not just that, it always helps to listen to stories when we are sad. This time of Vanavasa was the best time for the Pandavas 
despite all the hardships because there were many many storytellers visiting them frequently these storytellers had stories from around the world not just this world from different worlds from different ages of kings queens sages mountains forests gods demigods apsaras and what not yudhishthira loved listening to these stories and along with him the rest of the pandavas once sage markandeya i'm sure you heard a story previously he came to the pandavas hermitage yudhishthira welcomed him pleased him with all the respects and sat down talking he was feeling dejected about living in the forest and putting his wife and brothers through all the hardships he was blaming himself for all that went wrong and was wondering if any other human on this earth had to go through such hardships despite being a king sage markandeya immediately pulled out a story from his big bag of stories guess which story it was the story of a king who had to live in the forest with his wife and brother yes the story of lord rama you all know that he lived in the forest for 14 years the sage said look yudhishthira you at least have four brothers your wife and the sages around you you also have your friends and family visiting you at times but rama had no one but his wife and his brother imagine how hard it must have been for him this actually made yudhishthira feel a lot better so you know what you need to do when you're sad and bored just listen to a story i promise it will cheer you up while yudhishthira was coping with his grief draupadi and bhima never missed a chance to prod him into declaring a war against the kauravas ridden with guilt though yudhishthira kept his calm and would urge them to wait for the right time kauravas had the support of a large number of kings and also many veteran warriors on their side it wouldn't be easy to defeat them in the war without acquiring superpowers the only way they could even think of facing them in the war was with the help of divine weapons and those divine weapons only one of the pandavas had the ability to acquire who do you think it was yes of course the best amongst the pandavas arjuna who was also called savyasachin because he could shoot his arrows with both the hands astounding isn't it one day sage vyasa yudhishthira's grandfather came to the forest and asked arjuna to go in search of the divine weapons where would he go and get them anyway will he manage to get the celestial weapons how does he get them wait for the next episode to know what happens next until then bye bye